and Pleasure View Manor would like to welcome director of an upcoming indie horror film, Christmas Slasher, director Destiny Suara. Hi, Destiny. How are you? Hello. I'm great. <laughs> hey, thank you for calling in and chatting with us here at Buzzard View Manor. Thank you for having me. So, Destiny, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are, and where you come from. Oh, where do I start? <laughs> um, I am actress first off. I've, I've been acting since 2008. So it's over what eighteen years. Mm-hmm. Um, I started acting when I was watching. Don't laugh, but I was watching Twilight. <laughs> okay, like the original one. Yeah, the original one, Twilight. Um, and it had uh, Robert Pattinson in it, and I was just like, I want to be like him. I wanted to be an actor, so I started going to these like classes. Some of the classes that I took were very well; they weren't legit. There was this one company. That was literally just a scam. They kind of shut down because of that. And I was like upset because I spent so much money on it. And I didn't really have like, like I lost all the the documents on that and stuff. Because I was going to take them also to court for getting to get my money back. But it, it was a long time ago. And, you know, I'm just, you know, starting out, you don't really know where to go or who to trust or have any information on it. So I just went where I can like grab you know acting classes right yeah so i i've i wrote this off and on i've been acting and student film just to get a good resume and real and this good non i uh got a got a reel together got a resume together and 10 years after you know 10 years being in in minnesota i moved to la to to do more acting and I was there. I was there for like three years. I started doing my own things, like my own skits, um, writing my own scripts and stuff. And I wasn't very serious in, in making my own, uh, you know, film production until like 2016. I I just like, you know what? I want to have my own production company. I want to do my own things, direct and write. So I just started out in 2016. And Christmas Slasher was kind of just a skit. It was just like a makeup thing. And then it started getting serious where I just wrote a script about it as a, a short film three years ago about, you know, Rudolph being the bad guy. Like, why don't we have, a, you know, a movie about Rudolph? We always have Santa Claus. We have Mrs. Claus. We have elves. But I've never seen anything but Rudolph. Right. So I wanted to make something super 80s, super cheesy, super funny, and a little bit of hard. And the short film came through, but um, we had some problems with some people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had to stop, and then COVID hit. But yeah, I'm a, a Native American Kikapoo. Um, I've I found out that my, my great-grandma, my dad's mom was full Indian, but we didn't know what tribe because her her birth certificate was ruined a mm-hmm. little bit. So it was like like two or three years to find out who we really are when dad took it to go get it. You know, um, I don't know what's it called. But when something's ruined, I guess they can find out in a way of like what, what it says and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we found out we were Kikapu. <laughs> yeah, I just was very proud of our culture and our background. We're, we're kind of rare. It's like not a lot about us. 
but I'm just like very humbled to be, you know, part of that, the tribe. Um, one, one of the tribes from, I don't know, I think, I don't remember if it's Texas or not, but it's also called the Wolf Clan. We're a Wolf Clan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was cool because I was like, well, that's where I get my wolf background is from my, my ancestors. But during, yeah, during COVID, we, uh, I started to do the Christmas Asher as a feature film. And yeah, I'm, I'm here today now doing that and doing a couple more scripts and want to start doing some more horror films. Well, you know, I did receive a few DMs from our listeners and some of the questions that I received, one of them is, when did you decide you wanted to make a movie? But I think you already answered that because you said that basically you were kind of influenced by Twilight, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that because he is very talented. He's a very talented actor. And I, I never really had a crush on him during, um, I want to say Twilight. It was, what is this movie that he came out here recently that was in the theater? But I can't think of it from the top of my head. And I remember sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, no, no, this is not happening. Like, oh, he was drawing, he was drawing me in, you know what I mean? And I was like, no, this is what the girls were going through during Twilight. I was like, no, no, you know, I was trying to resist, but he was pulling me in and a good actor can do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, I don't know. He's really amazing. Like he, oh, I can't wait to see him in Batman. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I cannot wait to see him in Batman. Like he has, he can, he can do any character, any character. And I think that's why I kind of knew that when he did Twilight, because I think that was his second movie, like big thing. And when when I see him, I'm just like, I can be like him. I I, I want to act. It looks like it's so much fun. During that time, I had, I so I have learning disability, so it it was really hard to speak to people. And I, I took special classes, so it was like really hard to people, or I have problems with speech disorder. And I have a hard time of remembering. And so those classes helped me out a lot. And acting also helped me out a lot by memorizing, speaking, I guess, speaking a little bit better. You know <laughs> like, what, Destiny? I'm going to be honest with you. The most artistic and brilliant artists are people with learning disabilities. You know, I don't I don't really see them as disabilities. Yeah. It, it's To me, it's not a disability. It's just trying to find a way to get it executed out into the world. Yeah, that's true. Like, like a, I guess a gift. Yeah. Don't ever say, Oh, you know, like I have this disability. It's not a disability. It's you're a brilliant person. I've met you and I love you. And I think you're, I think you're great. Thank you. Thank you. I, it's just sometimes it's like frustrating because I've been picked on a lot because of it. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, let's just be very honest. People who do that are assholes and they're insecure. So by stepping on somebody else makes them feel better about themselves. And so don't ever let anyone make you feel any different because you're a beautiful person. Thank you. Oh, and here's another question that we have here. It says, well, I guess you, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if you answered this one, but kind of what movie would you say influenced you the most? Um, not only for acting, but for like, you know, making my own movie, directing. I would say I'm a I'm an eighties fan. Yes. Yes. And I I loved I just loved 
particular clowns from outer space and what was it the night of the comet like yes I think those were like i want to make movies like that like i, I was like i want to make movies like that i want to like write and and direct and be part of something that is different funny odd and weird and i, I have this like weird sense of humor my mind is like so big with craziness that i, I want to put it out there for people to see yeah. <laughs> and, and those those help me out because like well look at these movies look at what these awesome movies have done and i i just wanted to do something like that too. there was no limitation of what i could watch as long as it wasn't pornography like yeah. i was like three watching horror movies with my mom that was you know the normal thing to do my parents when I was like five they took me was I five I can't remember but anyhow they, they, they took me to the movie theater to see platoon so I was already introduced to very adult setting movies like I could watch my parents weren't against me watching any kind of film like I said as long as it wasn't pornography I could watch anything yeah 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 that's my that's how I got into it was my mom my mom let me go watch Nightmare from Elm Street, uh, Beetlejuice. When I start, like when I, you know, came out of her, started <laughs> watching stuff like that. And she's the one that also, you know, got me into a lot of horrors and just loving it. Like I remember when we went to go see Beetlejuice. I, I, uh, I was scared, but I kept watching it. And, and I told her, like, I told her during that time when you know, Nightmare Before Christmas, or not. Fred Krueger and Beetlejuice. Fred Krueger and Beetlejuice. Yep. Freddy Krueger and Beetlejuice. I'm going to marry both of them. <laughs> well, you know, that's funny that you should say that because I think that when you're drawn to, I don't want to, I don't want to necessarily call it the dark art, but mm. when I was like, we went to San Francisco and I was like five and I was mesmerized because, you know, back in that time, like 85, 84, 85, like punk rock was alive in California. Okay. Yeah. And this one chick was walking down the street of San Francisco with this guy with a mall, like she had jet black hair and I thought she was just so gorgeous. And then this guy had this tall mohawk and I was just so mesmerized. I thought that was so cool. So I think that when children are exposed to like film or just or just vibrant people who are vibrant. I think that when you recognize that young, I think that that's what you're drawn to as an adult. That's what you're probably going to do later in life. Something of, in the artistic world. I think it's a calling that you recognize when you're growing up. Yes. Yes. Yep. I believe in that hundred percent. Another question we had here is, can you remember the last film you saw in the theater before the lockdowns? Oh, what was it i can tell you mine which one was it sonic the hedgehog okay cool yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. we went to go see the hunt and then the next day boom the lockdowns happen yeah okay let's see here what's your positive experience in the industry of film Um, something that you're very passionate about that that's 
amazing like that's very positive and they work so hard like the main people that i had from christmas slasher as a short film were still with me since like three years ago they're still with me they're they did their part they did amazing for the future film and i'm just amazed and blown away that they still like stayed with me mm-hmm. like especially through negativity they're still there and i was like that's a positive like i i have just the hard working of the cast and crew and how they see your art your you know your masterpiece your baby come alive and they wanted to see that and they wanted to be a part of it that's very positive that is very positive and of course here's the other question <laughs> what would you feel is the negative side of it oh uh, you've, <laughs> you've been there <laughs> yeah um negative Wow. Like what, what, what would you say that you feel probably in the process was a negative experience for you? Um, finding out that some talents, well, I wouldn't say talents, unprofessional would. I, I, I don't like how some people can get jealous in the industry. It's like, guess what? We're, yes. we're here to create. We're just, I'm not trying to take your thunder and I, I don't want anything from you. I, let's just make some really cool shit together. Yes, that jealousy, the fact that you got to be professional 100%. And if you're not, it's just not going to work. And it's not going to, it's not going to create something amazing and positive. And if that happens, you know, you have to let them go. And then this is the fact that they get jealous or they start saying stuff. They act like they're in middle school. Yes. And it's, it's upsetting because you work so hard on something and then you have this negativity where, you have some people who want to take your movie and make it their own, lie about it, um, steal, and of yes, uh, be jealous about it, and try to sabotage it. So yeah, that's it's very hard because you don't know until it's too late, or or while it's happening, you're like, oh gosh, okay, yeah, yeah. yep. So it's like, wow. <laughs> you know, I feel that it's important that when you work with people who are positive and it's a good experience. To me, I think it's always good to always bring people like that back into your circle. And I'm all about keeping my circle small and safe, positive. I'm the kind of person, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and I'll give you a chance, even though I feel there's a red flag about you. Prove me wrong. If you keep showing that you're passive aggressive, if you keep showing that you have this negative behavior, I'm done. Yep. Yep. And it's, it is also a learning experience because then you find out who the true, you know, people are, the true cast and crew, the true professionals who want to do this and do it all the, you know, for the rest of their lives. And you keep those people. Yes. You always keep those people. Oh, here's a great question. If there was one film you had the opportunity to remake, what would it be? Night of the Comet. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Night of the Comet. Still 80s style, um, bringing people back in, but like, like, um, yeah, <laughs> Night of the Comet. <laughs> you know, Night of the Comet. <laughs> I think mine, if I had the opportunity to remake something like an older film, it would be Hell Night, the one where Linda Blair is stuck in that house with the, oh, yeah, and just do it right. Yeah. Well, I think, I think it was done right to begin with, but I'm just saying, kind of get annoyed about the remakes is let's keep 
with the original storyline, but let's just bring it to life, you know, like, anyhow, I could, I could go off and off and off and off. Like I'm the kind of person, like when people buy old homes, it totally kills me that they get them out. I mean, if, if it needs to be gutted out, fine, but they try to make it look modern. I'm like, no, but the whole point of buying an old home was to restore it to its original, you know, style, not change it to mod. Anyways, that's all subject. So that's just how I feel about film as well. Let's. Yep. Yep. That's what I like. Like I, when you want to try to remake it, can you just keep it kind of to the original story? Yeah. 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 Please. Uh, they did that, with you know, black, uh, what is it? Ghostbusters. Uh, with the females. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what happened? <laughs> it would have been great if they were like the kids of the, you know, yes. the originals, but no, it totally went a totally different way. So I was like, I, I, I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's a question. Of course, I'm sure we kind of know this, but what is your favorite genre? Uh, <laughs> of course. Yes. <laughs> and then the next question was, when will Christmas Slasher be available for viewing? Hopefully next year. We're, we're aiming for next year. We don't want to rush it. We want to make it perfect and everything. And since we had to, you know, stop production over the next professional people, we <laughs> we have to push it for doing the finished filming. So it'll, it'll be next year that we'll hopefully release it. Awesome. And... One listener sent in a question that says, "What is your favorite holiday?" Uh, that's hard because I love I love Halloween and Christmas. Nice. I love Halloween and Christmas. Like I don't know those those when that time comes, it's like it's happiness. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. You know, like for me, um, I love Halloween. Love Halloween, but I love Mardi Gras because it's like another version of Halloween and it's almost like Christmas too. And people are like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, with Mardi Gras, you have the three colors, which represent the three Kings that visited, you know, I'm not trying to get all religious here, you know, baby Jesus and the beads are supposed to represent the treasures that were brought to him. And that's why there's the purple, the gold and the green, but because the, I love history. I love religion, all of all of all. I love that stuff, but I kind of like Valentine's Day. <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know. For me, for Christmas, it's like it's the time of giving, and I just love to give. Like I love Christmas. Like I love lights. I, I adore it. Like at night, I love to go to the cities and just look at lights and and the this you know the shape of the buildings and stuff. And I I. I just love how that time, it just feels more like... It feels like magic. Magic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and here's my favorite question. Are you ready for this question? Yes, I'm ready. (laughs) Are you superstitious like Lady Winters of Buzzerview Manor? I am. You are? Yes. Yes. Yes, very. I, I, I'm, I believe in everything and everyone, and I believe in in different cultures. I believe in different religions, and I believe in different, you know, superstitions. That's I just, it's there, you know. It's like the things I've seen and know. It's like amazing that it's it's there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, yeah, I love those are great questions. I'm glad when people send in questions to ask the guest. <laughs> so anything planned? You have anything uh, coming up that you would like to share? Um, I am. Well, Christmas last year is almost done. It's getting edit, you know, editing. Uh, I'm writing another script. For a horror film I want to do next year, end of next year, called Blood from Snow. And I'm also doing a novel for it. And I'm just waiting for the artist to finish up on the poster to show, you know, the the first poster of the movie. And it, it's in the wintertime. It's kind of like the crossing of the happening and um, the fog and the mist kind of like. Oh, cool. Theme, but it has to do with snow. <laughs> so I'm working on that. And yeah, just keeping busy. Um, I got a couple other feature films I'm acting in this summer. I'm uh, helping on another horror film uh, that a uh, director in LA has been trying to do for six years. And I'm like, dude, can we just do this now? <laughs> We're good. We're ready to go. Just give me the script. Let's do this. Let's book these actors and actresses and, and make this horror film. Because it's a part two to, did you, did you see that? Um, he also made a book and then there's a, there's a, a movie on YouTube. So check that out. It's called, did you see that? And it's on YouTube. Oh, I will. You know, before I let you go, I want to tell you something. Okay. When I flew up to Duluth to film with y'all, I was in this situation where I just didn't have that second wind of, the magic that art brings, it I felt like my surroundings and the people that I was surrounded by, you know, sometimes don't allow for expression in certain communities because some communities are just tailored differently politically. Some areas are a little bit more laid back and open and some are just a little bit more still closed minded. I think you catch my drift. Yep. Okay. And so when I went up to Duluth and I got around you, you just reminded me of this wild Texas flower just and full bloom and just yellow, good energy. And just, I was like, yes, yes. So no matter what you're going through or any negativity, just know that there's goodness there and there's a lot of positivity coming into you because it, it takes a lot for a person to refuel my soul. You know what I mean? And yeah. and you did. And so just continue to be who you are and let the chips fall where they may. Yes. Thank you so much. I, you know, I know where my home is and it's Duluth. Like every time I go up there, I just feel my ancestors. Like I, yeah, it's, it's so yeah, I got that vibe. <laughs> and it just makes me happy when I go there and I'm just like, can't wait to move to Minnesota. Like I have so many good people. I got more movies I want to do. I have so much support up there. And it, it's just the land is just, I love it. It makes me feel happier and relaxed there. <laughs> so I'm excited. <laughs> well, thank you, Destiny, for taking the time to chat with us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>